Hey guys, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, before we get started here with the podcast and our special guest this week, uh, just wanted to talk about that trade that went down this morning. I'm currently recording this at 1240. Uh, the Houston Texans seem to have, have it in the bag uh, at this point, Thanksgiving. Uh, but Jake just traded the second best defense in the league for TJ Hawkinson and Derek Carr. A uh, really interesting, interesting trade as... Uh, as the season wind, winds down, looks like Jake's going to have to pick between Matty Ice and Derek Carr each week. Uh, be really interesting. Just a reminder, fellas, trade deadline closes tonight. Uh, trade deadline closes tonight. Uh, I'm just pulling up the uh, the time. Uh, <clears throat> trade deadline closes today at 12 a.m. I believe that is uh, Eastern time, so 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, let your trades fly. Let your trades fly before uh, we the the trade deadline comes and goes here on Thanksgiving. Uh, but with that, fellas, uh, welcome to episode six. Uh, we'll get right into it. Episode six of We Don't Have a Names podcast, guys. I'm terribly sorry that we didn't have a podcast last week. I uh, just didn't get around to it. Work was busy. Got to hit quota. You know what it's like. Uh, but happy to be here this week, joined by our special guest, none other than Johnny Salami. Johnny, how you doing? I'm doing great. Can't complain. Can't complain one bit. Johnny, fantasy football. I know I keep saying this, but it's heating up. More and more each week. Uh, I think this week is going to be an amazing week for our playoff race, and, I, and I'm really looking forward to talk some power rankings and and talk about our season. What are, what are your thoughts on our season so far, and and how how are things playing out in your eyes? Well, first off, the Stoner Division, neck and neck. Right now, I think there is. Let's go. Let's check it out. In the Stoner Division, right now. One through there's three of us at six and five, and two of us at five and six. And somehow, one of those persons at five and six is Tark's shitty ass team. <laughs> we'll get to Tark's team in a bit, Johnny. Uh, yeah, crazy, crazy uh, parody in the Senators division. Uh, I think what's really going to be important is, is the tiebreaker in points four. Uh, you know, there's one game separating five teams, and you know, it's really going to matter who's, who's scoring all the points. and uh, I'm going to tip my own cap, in, and I'm leading that that category uh, in the Sonar's division. So I, I am happy about that, Johnny. Uh, and the Alcoholics division, it's not as close. you got an obvious clear top two. And then your three through six is not too good. Yeah, I mean, scared of Thomas and Kevin. Thomas Kevin team. Kevin's looking good. Uh, I know Nick's trying to sneak into a into a first-round bye, potentially, if Davis falters. But, but we'll get into that uh, – Johnny, let's just kick it off with some rankings. Uh, who's at number 12 this week? Number 12, we have and one analytics. Last week, he put up a uh, decent amount of points against none other than you, Mr. Jack. But you squeaked by, and he uh, continues to sit at the bottom, not doing too hot. And this week, he's looking to play against <coughs> – excuse me for that one. 
Okay, Johnny Cheese, uh, you all right, man? <laughs> against Jake and City Killers, and it's supposed to be a close one. Yeah, uh, since we last heard from heard from you, since you guys last heard from us, Dylan's dropped two games. Uh, however, you know, as Dylan mentioned last week, the Sacco is still on, uh, as we'll get to in the next spot. Ana's only one game ahead of Dylan uh, for that Sacco spot. Uh, but, you know, right now, Dylan's only a game, a point and a half underdog against Jake this week. Uh, but as we'll get to Jake, Jake, Jake needs to win out to try and get to the playoffs. Uh, but if it's sitting at number 11, as I just mentioned, is, is, is Aina, uh, Action Jackson, Action Jackson. I think that's the sixth, sixth time I haven't been able to say Aina's team name right. Uh, Aina's also lost two games since we last posted some rankings, posting some really tough, uh, low offensive numbers, you know, just not Lamar's ears. Uh, maybe, you know, Aina's just looking forward to, you know, his keeper next year. I know he traded for Wayne Gallman and, you know, scoring four touchdowns in the last five games is, is pretty neat. Uh, what are you going to say about Aina, Johnny, and how his team's looking? Uh, Aina, yeah, put up, like you said, very low points. Uh, only bright side he has going for him right now is Derrick Henry. Um, other than that, I really don't see any wide receiver depth, depth and his flex is not very good. Uh, Aina, like you said, good keeper. And Lamar Jackson hopefully picks up for him. But other than that, he is sitting uh, pretty low in the alcoholics division, and I don't see much help for him. All righty. On number 10, we have Keepers Can Blow Me. Now, there is a lot you can say about this shitty-ass team. <laughs> Guy, what's up? I'm just laughing at you. Oh. I'm laughing at this. <laughs> I mean, you could say he's had a couple of uh, bad injuries with Carson and Julio Jones. But other than that, it's just an awful team. I just don't see any other way of putting this, Jack. Yeah, you know, this might be a controversial spot uh, at number 10. We put Tark uh, at 5 and 6. I'd have uh, him at 12. You had him at 12, wow. Uh, yeah. I did not add him at 10. Uh, Tark is 5 and 6. Uh, you know, I just spoke to that. The points points for uh, tiebreaker and Tark is not high in that category. Uh, really low scoring team. Uh, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers can pull something out of his ass in this last part of the season and just become the MVP out of nowhere. Even though I, think I don't Mahomes think he's is... broke a hundred points in the last three weeks. Yeah, Tark is uh, the lowest in points for for the entire league. Uh, yeah, but, you know, J.D. McKissick, what are your thoughts on J.D. McKissick? Uh, you know, with Alex Smith starting in Washington for the Washington football team, uh, you know, dinking and diamond with J.D. McKissick. I'm going to be honest, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, that's all right. We'll, we'll move on to the number nine spot uh, with Brian. Brian's down five spots since we last chatted uh, with Dylan two weeks ago, losing two in a row. Uh, however, I don't expect Brian to to be here at this spot forever. I think he's got a better shot at the playoffs, uh, at least than Tarek. I think uh, Jonathan Taylor and the Cardinals. Uh, he's got Murray and one of their running backs could really heat up. Uh, what, what about you, Johnny? Uh, Brian is, you know, he put up 104 points last week. Not bad. He has Kyler Murray, who can go off with a rushing rushing touchdown and two or three passing touchdowns any game. So that's always that's always the uh, problem with him. But his running backs, I just don't see. Kenyon Drake is okay, but you have the – you're starting two Cardinals. So if one of them shits the bed, you're going to shit – the other one's going to shit the bed. Yeah, and I just heard the news today. 
that uh, Swift on the Cardinals is out. Did you hear that? Uh, no, is that what Davis texted a couple days ago? Oh, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm reading the wrong news. Uh, Ryan's team, Victoria's Secret. Uh, yeah, DeAndre Swift. He's questionable. Oh. Uh, the rookie running rookie running back from Georgia has been playing real well as of late. Uh, but it looks like he's going to be out for Brian but this weekend. I did like Brian's pick of Claypool from Pittsburgh. And depending on where he got him, that could be a keeper for next year. Yeah, could could very well be. Alrighty. At number eight, we have the other one of the twins. We have Mr. Jake Clary. And Jake, looking at Jake's team, overall, not a bad team. He has two of his starting receivers from Carolina. And with this week, he's going up against this week. He's Dylan, he's going up against Dylan. And he's going up against Dylan. And a win this week would mean a lot for Jake. Yeah, when when we meet a lot for Jake, uh, a win but Dylan a losses means Jake moves into a playoff spot. I think that very well could be the answer. Uh, but Dylan's no cakewalk this week. Uh, Dylan, although low, lowest in the league, but you know, scoring well, just a lot a lot of points against as we talked two weeks ago. Uh, so it's going to be a tough tough game for Jake and Dylan. Uh, I'm excited to see how it plays out. Uh, direct quote. For our, our number seven, uh, number seven ranking this week, Thomas, I am 2020, 2020. At your mother's house, or sorry, Thomas, that's your old team name. I apologize. This is a direct quote from, from our group chat that I wanted to pull, pull Johnny for us. At your mother's house is not a team I want in the playoffs. Kamara, Zeke, Lockett, and Adams is trouble from Davis. Uh, what, what is your response to that quote? Uh I fully agree. Thomas's team is getting uh, getting hot at all the right moments, and I honestly would not want to see that team making any weight. No, I not at all. Great starting running backs, and then his starting receivers are really good. When you have just... Tyler Lockett and Devonta Adams, that's a <clears throat> recipe for disaster. Yeah, yeah. You know, Thomas has made some, uh, you know, uh, some big trades this season. Uh, I just think he could have had. Uh, he could have had. The receiver, I forgot, Michael Thomas. Yeah, who I have now. I mean, Thomas has had a lot of different big players on his team, uh, and it seems that he's found the right formula at the right time and, uh, you know, really nervous uh, against him moving forward. The one thing I do have to criticize on Tom's part is his quarterback. Tom Brady's either a hit or miss quarterback, and that's a recipe for disaster in the playoffs. Yeah, that is true. Tom looked really, uh, really rough the other night on – Monday Night Football. Uh, I think when you pressure Tom, if a defense can pressure Tom, he really, his old age, can't can't do as well. But if he's on, he's throwing four touchdowns. This is true. This is true. All right. Next up, we have Show Me Your TDs with Mr. Kevin. Uh, last week, Kevin snuck past Brian. Kevin is one good receiver away, in my opinion, from being a serious threat in, uh, threat in this league. And uh, oddly enough, I am playing Mr. Kevin, and I look to completely crush him. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, but Kevin, yeah, as you said, has had two strong wins, moving up two spots in the rankings. Uh, right now, we're sitting in the sixth seed for the playoffs. Uh, 
you know, I think pickup of the month might have been Gus Edwards. Kevin picked up Gus Edwards a few weeks back in early November. Uh, and with, you know, uh, J.K. Dobbins and uh, Mark Ingram out with COVID, Gus Edwards seems to be the back of uh, the favorite back in Baltimore playing against uh, Steelers this weekend. So big pickup, good uh, payoff big time for Kevin here. And I do love Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I thought he would fall off once Le'Veon Bell signed with uh, Kansas City. But it seems to me like Edwards-Hilaire is still the clear and obvious worker, workhorse. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, he's really, really picking up now. Um, now to our fifth spot in the rankings, Morning Woodhead, Ben, Ben Santana. Uh, ben, Ben's playing well, good scoring team. Uh, again, uh, I don't expect Ben to last at the fifth, fifth seed throughout the rest of the season. Uh, respectable win against Dylan a few weeks ago. Uh, tough loss to Davis, but Davis, been, Davis has been extremely hard to beat, as everyone noticed, as everyone knows. Uh, but as I as I think, I think Ben will Ben will be higher in the standings uh, towards the end of the season. Yeah, especially with getting Ridley back. I mean, I think Ben's team is on the up and up. He uh, last week had an unfortunate loss. He didn't put up two. He put up like eighty five points. That's something along the lines of what Tarek would put up. So not expecting that out of uh, Ben. But DeAndre Hopkins is right now, I believe, leading the league in yards, and that's always good to have on your team. Yeah, always, always good to have. All righty. At number three, or number four, sorry, excuse me, we have Mr. Jack and Taco Corp. Uh, you put up the week high of 140 points last week. Granted, 20 of them came for your defense. Uh, this week he's playing Davis, and uh, most of us in the Southern Division are rooting for a Davis win. He has already clinched playoffs, so a uh, win for Davis would uh, rearrange the standings a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it really would. Uh, you know, speaking speaking to my team, I've had two two good wins in the past two weeks. You know, only I played the Anna and Dylan, but uh, I put up some good points. Uh, I need some luck against Davis this week, that's for sure. Uh, but you know, you never know, Johnny. You never know. Uh, Justin Herbert, for you, you picked him up off waivers. Yeah, after after I lost Dak, I picked up Herbert, and That's, he's been that a godsend. Was a good pickup. Yeah, I love Herbert. Uh, today on my lunch break, I just watched Justin Herbert throw deep balls. Uh, his highlight reel, it was amazing. And I'm looking. When did you get Michael Thomas on your team? I traded him. Uh, traded for him in like week two with Thomas. Uh, I gave Thomas uh, Mostert and someone else, and got Thomas and. I got Thomas and Deontay Johnson, and I traded Thomas McGovern, uh, Marie Mostert, and Juju Smith. Uh, and I think Thomas traded Juju Smith to someone else. So it's been a, a little bit of a carousel. Yeah, because he also got rid of Mostert because I have him now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on to number three, Johnny for Kamish. Uh, Johnny, this is my, my bold call of the week putting you up here at number three. Uh, you had a brutal loss two weeks ago uh, to Thomas, which which might not merit this ranking, Johnny. It that loss doesn't. was really tough, but but I think your team can make a run. Uh, you know, looking at your bench, getting Mostert and Eckler back is huge, and you know, with AB just getting more reps, you know, might be able to find your groove. Uh, you know, as we talked about earlier, big big matchup versus Kevin this week. Uh, but how how are you feeling about your team right now, Johnny? Uh, if 
injuries have devastated me. Like you said, hopefully getting Eckler back this week too, I think that would put me a whole lot higher in my self-esteem with this team. But we're just going based on the show, and I'm really liking my receivers right now, though. Hill, Godwin, and A.B., can't complain with that. Yeah, Johnny Smith has been a great great tight end for you as well. Uh, right now, uh, you're two-and-a-half-point favorites against Kevin, so that'll be, be a great game this weekend. A lot riding on this game for that division. It's going to be huge. At number two, we have Want Me Whip with Nick. Uh, last week, Nick actually lost to me. Uh, but as now he has a very comfortable lead in the Alcoholics division. And I wouldn't be too worried about his team this week because he's playing Tarek. So he should float by with the win. Uh, yeah, Nick, Nick's managed his team pretty well. Uh, I in a first, win, first round bye if he can uh, sneak past Davis. Uh, big favorites this week against Tarek, as you mentioned, and continue. And I expect Nick to, you know, finish uh, towards the top of the league. But looking at uh, this it, team, I'm not completely sold on it. This is true. You know, Giovanni Bernard, he's out and questionable, I believe, as well. Didn't practice today with a concussion. Uh, and having DJ Chark as your wide receiver too means he has but, some depth issue. I do love Keenan Allen, though. Oh, Keenan Allen's a monster. Had like yeah. 14 catches last week. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not sure why. If I was Nick, I would have traded away. You know, Austin. You know, Nick traded Austin Hooper to Jake for uh, wide receiver for Chalk. You know, I'm surprised Nick's leaning so heavily on on that uh, Chargers offense with Allen and Henry. You know, only so many you know receivers and tight ends can be fed. You know, well, it looks like he does have uh, Brandon Ayuk on his bench, who was injured last week. And if he gets him back, it could be some good news for him. And it also looks like he has McCaffrey and Mixon down there too. So if he can get some guys back, he can make a run. Yeah, he very well could be. Uh, you know, no no surprise here. Number one, uh, Davis and the fantasy football team continues to play well. Uh, you know, Taysom Hill was his tight end this past week, and I'm surprised he didn't just leave Taysom Hill as his tight end. And, uh, you know, I think the the way that ESPN did they it. They changed it. If, well, if Davis, if Davis left Taysom Hill, in the tight end spot and didn't change any of his roster, he would have been able to keep Taysom Hill there. But if he had to change any other like receiver or like, let's say someone was on a buy and needs to sub someone in, then he would be forced to move Taysom Hill. But if he was lucky and like everyone fell into the right place, he would have been able to keep Taysom Hill, I believe. Um, but rumor on the street, this is a rumor, uh, you know, from inside sources, Davis could be resting his players as early as this week, you know, uh, you know, with an eye on the playoffs, Davis is looking to, uh, you know, you know, rest his players. That's the rumor. What do, what do you think about that, John? Uh, as one in the Stone Division with you, I'm sure hoping he doesn't because he is playing you and we need a big <laughs> win out of Davis. But like I told Davis the other day, he is one starting quarterback away from having the championship locked up. Yeah, I just think true. he needs to put together the final piece and Davis – Hit me up, buddy. That could that could be that could be Taysom Hill. He could, you know, Taysom Hill is the quarterback for the Saints. You know, moving forward, that could propel Davis to a championship. Oh, I'm sure of it. But when Davis makes well, a first round buy because he has no quarterback, or he has a first round loss because he doesn't have a quarterback, I'll say I told you so. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so we'll, that, that concludes the power rankings, Johnny. Thanks. Thanks for that. Uh, we'll chat real quickly about the playoffs. I'll read out the projected, uh, projected first round right now. Davis and I have a first round buy. I don't expect myself to have a first round buy come uh, post week 13, but that's where it sits now. Uh, we have a, a first round matchup of Nick versus Kevin uh, and then you versus Ben. So uh, it's be really interesting. You know, we've talked a lot about Thomas, Brian and Jake uh, and Kevin being really close to the playoffs. or Kevin, uh, excuse me, is in the playoffs right now, but Jake, uh, Brian and Thomas, you know, really I and plus some playoff spots. Uh, how are you feeling for the playoffs, Johnny? Uh, I feel like I should move up a couple because I am not confident right now. And I need a big win this week, and I'm sure a lot of people are thinking the same thing with everything just being so close. I mean, you got 10-1 and one for Davis, and you got 6-5, six 6-5, and 6-5, six and, six and, and then 8-3, and three, and then the other buys is 6-5. and five. So a lot over there yeah. with the 6-5. Yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. Uh, any, any parting words, Johnny, for the league uh, as we move into Week 12? None in the slightest. Not in the slightest. Well, Johnny, always a pleasure. I know you're out hunting. Uh, have fun hunting. I'm sure you'll catch lots of ducks, kill lots of ducks, and, and eat them. That's what you do. Uh, other than that, have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for joining me, Johnny. Uh, and with that, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you guys, and have a happy Thanksgiving to you all. See you guys next week.